wood smoke and stillness in the air. Time for another cup of coffee. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. On a late November day, I awoke well before dawn, devoured my breakfast, and headed out to a little patch of Downey's forest where my partner and I are building a cozy little house. As I drove there, amid some of the most stunning liquid red morning skies I have seen in a long while, I ran the day's work through my head. I was to hop in a small excavator and continue digging down through the duff, loam, and damp gray sand, hoping for enough depth before bedrock to ensure a full basement. I pulled into our driveway just as the sun was peeking over the horizon, fired up the machine, and left it to warm up. I marched over to the worksite with my mug of tea in hand, crunching my pack boots into the slightly frozen soil. I took a closer look at the frosty dirt, only to see dense patches of icy spikes protruding from the ground like so many blades of crystalline grass. I had stumbled upon needle ice. Ice takes almost countless forms in our bizarre and beautiful universe. We have black ice, frozen ponds, icicles cascading down frozen waterfalls, hoarfrost, spelled H-O-A-R, and rime ice, to name a few. But needle ice is certainly an anomaly. Sure, it can take the rather banal form of crunchy ground on a cold morning, but it can also heave and deform the surface to reveal an explosion of ice crystals, making elegant curls, sweeping arches, and even hold up a cap of frozen gravel. I have even seen a miniature needle ice tower holding a single pebble aloft like Seattle's Space Needle. Perhaps what is even more interesting about needle ice is its short lifetime, often only part of a day before it remelts to form damp soil and mud. Needle ice occurs in many places around the world where three critical environmental conditions are met. The right kind of soil, the right amount of moisture, and the right change of temperature. As far as temperature changes, needle ice needs daytime temperatures that are above freezing and nighttime temperatures below freezing, such that the soil temperature below the ice stays well above freezing. Any temperate climate seems to deliver enough water, but without the correct soil, the needle ice would have no chance of forming. The soil needs to have both ample water storing capacity and a great ability to wick water like a sponge by having a great number of minuscule voids between grains, called pores. The whole of post-glacial New England certainly fits the bill, but needle ice also occurs regularly across North America, Europe, and Asia. Needle ice is called yellow acicular in Spain, piprakis in Sweden, stangalice in Germany, and shimobashira in Japan. When all the correct environmental conditions are met, a single freezing night gets the needle ice forming. Ice crystals first begin to form in the surface of the soil, which in turn causes liquid water in the soil to be pulled against gravity towards that ice. When the liquid water eventually makes contact with the ice crystal, it instantly freezes, expands, and the ice crystal grows ever bigger. This process of liquid water wicking through a medium towards ice and then freezing is called ice segregation. 
While beautiful, needle ice can also make for some treacherous hiking or driving conditions. When the formation is especially tall, perhaps 3 to 5 inches, and capped with an ample layer of coalesced ice-rich soil, it can appear one moment that you are hiking on a solidly frozen trail, only to find the next moment that you are ankle-deep in a frosty hole. Needle ice, in all its dainty beauty, is also tremendously powerful and is responsible for much of the frost heaving that occurs in early and late winter on our countless rural roads. Even so, the formation of needle ice is a natural process that churns in soil nutrients from the surface down deeper, helps those nutrients work their way down hills and into surrounding waterways, and helps to fluff up and aerate the soil. This makes for more nutrients available in neighboring bodies of water and makes it easier for seedlings, roots, and insects to burrow into the duffy depths of our temperate soils. So this weekend, while you are out hiking, you can keep an eye and ear out for needle ice. Is the ground crunching under your feet? If so, you can take a closer look for an icy subterranean world of needle ice. Special thanks to Steve from Colchester, Connecticut for requesting today's topic. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 